so how are you, Chris? I'm good, man. We're getting close to the Christmas or holiday season. We're we're in the thick of it. And I'm done Christmas shopping. What about you? Have oh you yeah, I did started? my Christmas shopping like four weeks ago. Oh, I did it in a half hour. Amazon. Yeah, that's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, I just have thirty boxes in my bedroom, but. <laughs> and um, I see that you're sporting the shoes that you talked I about last them. week. Yeah, they came in, and now I need to buy two more. So I got the Jordans, Jordan One Retro Mids for all you. There's, oh, there's going to be so many sneaker guys out here who are going to criticize my terminology. But I got the Jordans. I really like the blue. It goes with the blue Yankees hat. I also got a red Yankees hat. Is the blue new? Blue's new, yeah. I got, I got the hat specifically to go with the shoes. <laughs> nice. okay. But I lucked out because when I went, I'm like, oh, I guess I got to go buy this hat now. Uh, I happened to be on New Era's website, and it was Cyber Monday. And so I got this for like $25. Oh, that's and great. it's a fitted New Era hat. Uh, but I got a Yankees red fitted New Era hat. So I need to buy another pair of these in red, but the red are so much more expensive. Um, and then... Because that's his colors. Yeah, but like you would... Th- like the Chicago colors, like it's called the, the, the Chicago black toe is like yeah. the, the, the one that, like, that he wore and everything. Um, they're like so much more expensive, but like they have to make more in that color than anything else. And it's... These were super cheap. These were like 150 Yeah. And... You would think like, oh, that probably because they're like a wacky color that like no one really wants. No, this is just like white and blue. These are just like standard. This is a nice standard color, and they were super cheap. But the same ones in red are like a hundred or like a hundred and twenty dollars more. There's nothing like new pair of shoes, though. Honestly, these are. I listen. I'm not trying to whatever. You know, all of a sudden I'm a sneaker guy, but these are probably one of the most comfortable, like casual. You were saying that. Yeah, you were saying that earlier today. I would not do anything athletic in them at all. I would not play basketball in them. Definitely not. I would not. I wouldn't run to the bathroom in these. Like I would take them off beforehand. But it just in terms of walking around, they are insanely comfortable shoes. Um, but yeah, now I'm a sne- I guess I'm a sneaker guy now. I gotta find a way to make side money. Yeah, it was funny. You came in today and you you showed me them and you're like, yeah, man, I, I got I got you know some inventory I can sell to get new. Sne-. I was like, you're you're in it, man. A, you're in it. You're I always gotta have a side hustle. It. My my buddy. Uh, from Good Brother Figs. Shout out to Good Brother Figs if anyone's interested in like limited edition and hard to find WWE like figures. It's all a whole community based on that. But whenever my 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 buddy or my brother's buddy really, Crusher, whenever he needs like money for like wrestling tickets or he wants to buy new shoes or like cuz he's a he's a huge sneaker yeah. guy, just sell some figs. He's got some. Is it is it strictly wrestling figurines? He does wrestling, and he does. I think he has a bunch of Marvel ones, but I don't know if he like if he deals in those. But he 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 deals with uh, the big ones of the WWE ones, and some he of them go for sporting like, figurine, like any other other sports or just. No, nah, I mean this, these the, he he particularly deals in just WWE cool. ones. Um, I'm sure like he could appraise you on other ones, mm-hmm. like my buddy as kind of a joke, but like it was a nice gift. You know, I'm a big John Wick fan, and so for Christmas last year, I think it was last year, he gave me, like, a John Wick, not, like, an action figure. Like, it comes in, like, the nice box like and everything. the size of the sack of Squatch or a little bit yeah, bigger? Yeah, uh, maybe it's a little taller, actually. Yeah. Um, and I posted it on my Instagram, and, like, Crusher messaged me. He's like, oh, that's a really nice one. You know, it's probably going to be worth some money. That's pretty cool. But he has some, I don't want to blow up his spot here, but I want to say he has, like, a rare CM Punk one that's, like, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Wow. Like, 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 all, like close unboxed to a grand. Unboxed. 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 Okay. Uh, no, boxed. It's boxed. boxed yeah. Okay. 
But then he'll also like you know he'll sell, he'll sell Lucy's. Yeah, yeah. I'm but, so mad at myself. Like I collected basketball cards when I was younger, and I treated them like garbage. And I kind of just wish someone was like, now, like don't get your hands off them. Like, yeah, the problem preserve with, them. The problem with sports cards is that, like for when we were kids. That industry was like about to collapse, like when we were then, already kids. Yeah, now yeah. it doesn't exist. Now, probably. like, like it, it still exists for like the actual rare ones, like a Honus Wagner mm-hmm. or like an like a Lou Gehrig or anything. Yeah. But like my mom had a Derek Jeter rookie card. Maybe you, you don't get, think it's maybe, worth anything. Now? Maybe like seventy dollars. So, oh, that's sad, dude. Don't forget, like once the memorabilia thing blew up, they started making All way of the, more yeah. of those. So a Babe Ruth like bubblegum card, maybe there was a thousand, maybe they made 10,000 of them back in, you know, 1925. And so who knows how many are left. The Derek Jeter rookie card, they had to have made somewhere in the, in the millions. Yeah. Like tops had to make millions and millions. Yeah, I of wonder, those. I have a Tim Duncan rookie card. I wonder how much that would go for. And I have a box full of baseball cards. That would be interesting to kind of My see. My brother but. collected a lot of, a lot of baseball cards, but yeah. I just don't, I mean, may, maybe like, for stuff that they make a lot of, because I, I actually got into um, when my grandfather died, he gave us like a, a literally baskets and baskets full of coins. So like I've I mm-hmm. researched coins for a while to see like what they were worth, and for anything that's like common. So my dad would be like, "Oh, this quarter, or, you know, this this nickel's from 1930. It's probably worth a lot of money." And then you look at it, it's like, no, because they made 10 billion of them. Yeah. But the ones that are rare are like if it's from a certain mint that they didn't make any. You know, the only like 10 came out of that mint. Or if there's a printing error, like like one dollar bills with a with an official printing error are worth mad money. Really? Like oh yeah, like ton of money. Why ton is of money. that? Because it's because uh, of the error itself. Because of the error, yeah. It's it's like a weird thing now. You know, like if you find an original edition, you know, like Mark Twain, and <laughs> you know something was weird about it, it makes it unique. Yeah, and that's okay. what people are paying for when they buy any of this collectible all, stuff. Yes, it's all yeah. like, oh, it's the only one like this, or there's only five of these like that's this in the world. That's a very good point. If there's a, if there's thousands of rookie cards out there for one specific athlete, how rare is it? Yeah, you know, but yeah, that's you, that's you, a good you would point. Think just because, I mean, there's probably no name players from the 1920s whose cars are worth ten times what Mark McGuire's car yeah. is worth. You know what I mean? Because he was so popular, him and Sammy Sosa doing the home run chasing yeah. that. You know, and they, they were making they were so much out, memorabilia of off yeah, them. Yeah, they were coming up up in the '80s. Like the '80s is really when they like yeah. commercialization. They started pumping things out. You know, like toys and cars. Like they just started mass producing this stuff. That's when they started getting a lot of stuff made in Asia. So it was much cheaper to like really yeah. pump these things out. Yeah, I have two binders worth of basketball cards. I don't even know if they're worth anything, but I don't even know. Was, be was, basketball, pass down. was basketball cards ever a thing? Like, I know baseball I mean, cards were. I think it just, yeah. I, it's my such a aunt newer gave sport. me a box full of baseball cards, and those are things I'd love to go through and see. Basketball cards, just for me, were just fun to collect. You know, I would trade, you know, I'm talking 13 years ago, I stopped really collecting them. Uh, but I would trade some, like, hey, I have these cards. But my one friend, he's 15, 16 years older than me. He's, like, my first manager. He grew up, obviously, you know, he was in his 20s when the on the height of, like, card trading was possible. So he had, like, dozens of, like, Patrick Ewings, and then he had, like, a rookie Jordan, and it it was more valuable. Now it's, yeah, it's I not – va- Now it's rookie, the NFTs and stuff yeah. like that. That's more popular. I don't popular even, I don't even understand I don't that. Either, I'm, not even gonna, but, I'm not even going to try to understand but it. But cards are – you know, I think it's such a past – it is a past time. I'm wondering if they were ever, like – They weren't if, as big if, as if baseball was, cards. Yeah, because 
basketball is like a newer split. Who was your first big basketball star? Like Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, Bill Russell. And he, and he yep. Bill Russell. And they came around like in the 60s. 60s. And by, by the 60s, they were already starting to like produce a lot of these things, you yeah. know? And, Baseball's and, been around, was around 40 years yeah, before that. The baseball ones are, it's really like the ones from the, like the 1910s, you know, the, the Ty Cobbs or the yeah. Cy Youngs or the uh, Shoeless Joe Jacksons. If you, you know, I don't even no, know. Basketball was around in the 40s, but it wasn't but there was as no, big like, as well, baseball. Yeah, Will no. Chamberlain was no, like the guy. Yeah. Like he was the first guy. In the 60s. Yeah. And then it was. Who was in, who was in, I guess Chamberlain was like the 60s and the 70s was what well, uh, Chamberlain, Chamberlain was 60s, 70s, 80s was Bird Magic and and Kareem and Kareem, and, yeah, Kareem was 70s, 80s, 90s yeah. was obviously just Jordan and Jordan alone. Um, no, you had a uh, you had Reggie we, Miller. Yeah, no. all, <laughs> yeah. all the greats I know of as a kid. You know, like Shaquille O'Neal and yep. Kobe and Charles Barkley. Like they all they all started in the 90s. Yeah. You know, I think Le- 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 uh, Kobe was like 98. Kobe was 90. He got drafted in 96, and he really came yeah. into it. Like, yeah, 98, 99. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm so happy I have someone to talk basketball with now since I mean, you watched I mean, The I Last only, Dance. I'm, I'm still learning. I have, still, <laughs> I, like, I have yet to watch you've a game. You've watched The Last Dance like three 30, times. 30 and to 40 also, hours I was going to tell it. you, I watched the... Um, the Malice in the Palace documentary. That was really good. That was really good. Do you remember that when you were younger? Yeah, I remember it really. happening. Yeah. And, I, and I remember, just like the documentary says, I remember people being angry at the athletes and then watching the documentary. I'm like, oh no, we're pieces of shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, listen, athletes are definitely like overly pampered in a lot of yeah. ways. LeBron throwing that couple out the other night because they were like talking shit to him. Yeah, and, like, someone you know, was calling him LeCaron. LeCaron. Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> But that I think that one guy went to jail. The one who ended up th- through the beer. He, he's the only yeah. one who got like actual criminal charges. Justin, did you hear so. about that at all? Malice in the Palace. I, yeah. He probably has no idea. Yeah, it, it was like 2004. It was the end of a game, and like one team was up by like 15, and these two players, two really like bruisers of a players, got into a fight. And then fans got involved. But it was like an, it was a normal basketball. It was tussle. a normal basketball like and then fighting. Was, and then it was over. Everything was calm. And then and from then a, a 20, fan, 10 to fifteen stands above, a beer comes crashing down on Ron Artest, who has no really temper. bad anger yeah, issues, mental temper. issues. He's come out and said he's had bad mental issues. And then he ran into the stands. And then it, it literally turned into a full scale riot. Yeah. Like in in players in were the, punching fans, were punching yeah. people like you and me. Imagine like a massive riot like in Madison Square Garden, and then but and they always blame the players. Although these these they were blaming like hip hop culture yep. and like rap music and like that's why. And then when once the uh, guys in cornrows, baggy yeah. clothes, and then the, the district attorney who got involved, he was the one who who saw everything. He's like, oh no, it's like one hundred percent the fans were yeah. like horrible. A fan was throwing a punt. It was yeah, terrible. and even the the owner or like the the manager of the of the palace said like, Oh yeah, that night before like that even happened, there was like 30 season ticket holder fans that we were that night going to ban. Cause they were, they were always being too rowdy. So even the people yeah. like who worked there and they're like, Oh no, we have a fan problem. And, and the palace was, that's, is that in Detroit? That was it's Piston? Auburn Hills. Yeah. It's outside so that's, of Detroit. It was the Pistons it's home Pistons, court, not yeah. the Pacers. Yeah. It was in Detroit. Yeah. Detroit, Detroit. Yeah. Um, but basketball is the only sport where, like, I think their fans are that close to the players. Golf, Go- golf too. Okay, yeah. Ten- tennis is tennis riot. is high up. Hockey obviously has the plexiglass. Football, you're not super close to the players like that. Like baseball, you can if you're if you're in the in the on deck circle, you can hear. Yeah, at oh most no, stadiums. you can like, hear. You, but yeah, to, and you could probably you could probably to be able to chuck t- like you could touch a player to like you if you're courtside, you like stand up and take one step, you're on the court. 
Other you're in sports the same, are not like You're in that. the same like line yeah. as the bench. Yep. Like you're not, you're, only, not like you're, you're, courtside, you're not behind the bench. You're like in line. Some with stadiums the were built where the fans, believe it or not, were, were even closer. Um, like I think Staples Center, it's now cryptocurrency center.com so or whatever. Um, they're right there, but yeah, Staples um, couldn't, couldn't cough up any more money. I guess not. I guess, I guess Amazon is really taking it to, to yeah, Staples. Crypto.com arena. It's called. That's, I'm going to go to a game tonight. I'm going to go see so-and-so. I'm, I, would, uh, like, uh, I obviously don't live out there, but I would just keep calling it. Like, I, I hardly ever call I it am. MetLife. Yeah. I always call it Giant, Giant Stadium. Stadium. Yeah, I'd just call because, it Staples. Staples was the house that yeah. Kobe and Shaq built. So. But yeah, but it. like when it, it, it was, a, it was a, that's different though, because that was like, that became an iconic place, at, like since it, like when it was called the Staples Center. Yeah. Giant Stadium like was iconic before you know like, was, like if they has been by, has if been they change the name of Yankee Stadium to some bullshit like I'm gonna call it Yankee Stadium forever because like the i the iconic it is, part it's was, called Yankee Stadium right it's, it's not, just called it's, it's like it's City like the Field only one left or, okay, no I think it's like yeah. the only one left is Yankee Stadium that's because okay. I think they have enough money that they don't need to yeah well there's Fenway Park Fenway probably he probably wouldn't I mean the, yeah. these kind of places. Um, Ebbets Field, not Ebbets Field. What's the place in Chicago where the Cubs play? Wrigley Field. Wrigley Field, like these places, yep. they probably even though Wrigley Field is technically, you know, it was it's kind of a sponsored sponsored. Because, I mean, it was the family owned it, but it was Wrigley Gum. Yeah. So I guess it's like Comiskey Park. Yeah, the same thing. Yeah. Um, but going back to limited editions that we were talking about, <laughs> I don't know if we have any of these left because this is coming out after we're releasing this. But this is the culmination of our 50th anniversary celebration that we did this year. Um, the highly coveted and often asked about 50th anniversary uh, sampler. And I, I should have made more of these. Um, we only did a, a, a run of 300 and I thought that was going to be enough. But just from the pictures I posted on Instagram a week ago, uh, m- most likely these are gone today. But if they're not, make sure to check out JR to see if they're there. But it's just absolutely beautiful piece of work. Hold on. Who designed the box? So the, the manufacturer that we worked with, um, they, they do a lot of stuff like this. Um, them And actually, our, our product merchants worked with them on this. Um, I just kind of gave them the blueprints of like what I wanted it to look like, color scheme. I wanted to have the window so you could see the cigars. I wanted it the same kind of color and look as the humidor was, the 50th anniversary humidor. But then they came up with like the gullwing door, you know, this kind of concept. They came up with... Uh, the magnet as a cigar rest. So there's a, it's actually a 50th anniversary magnet that holds the box together. This might be my favorite part of it, though. Oh, well, the, it's yeah. actually a very good lighter. It's yeah. a very, very good lighter. Um, it's a, It's got the, the flat flame. And you press the zero and 50 mm-hmm. and flat now, flame. This retails for $199. <laughs> Which, listen, that you're getting... Is- 12 cigars. A lighter. And a lighter. And with the exception of this one, I don't think any of these cigars are less than $10. I mean, this one's 30 This one's 15 This one's like 13 This one's like 13 This one's 13 So, like, that all together, plus what's easily like a $60 lighter, plus the packaging uh-huh. and the thing, and also that these are all, the, the, except for, like, the whole boxes of these, these are the last you're going to see of these cigars ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of them were already so like we don't even have any any other boxes like the, Which the, ones? Dunbar the Dunbar and, and the Lunatic. The last you're going to see of these cigars is in these sampler packs. 
So um, we still have a few of the other ones left. The Oliva, we, we bought a lot of the Oliva one. We bought a lot of the JR Ultimate. We um, bought a lot of uh, just those two, really. Maybe a few of the Herreras left. But, yeah, so this is – I think it came out great. I'm really excited for it. It took a while. Um, you know, logistics nightmare right now in, in, you know, all around the world. This was like the um, final touch on a successful year-long, I guess – Tradition uh, celebration, yeah, basically. Yeah, I, I would say, know. I just want to look at it. Uh, yeah, it just it's came like admiring out. your work, I mean, admiring listen, your child. I've never seen like I've never seen a sampler like this, with the exception of like some kind of crazy, like a Fuente, like when Fuente puts together like a special Christmas thing. It'll me. They just came out with another one where it's a hundred opus. It's ten different opus. You get ten of each of them, all limited edition, and then it comes in this like custom made. Purple wood humidor. How much is that going for? I think like eleven grand. Yeah, <laughs> silly. Jesus. Well, a big portion of what of what we wanted to accomplish is obviously celebrate with you know for our customers, for our manufacturing partners. You know, each one of these manufacturers was chosen for a specific reason. Um, I'm, I'm very close friends with a lot of them, and you know their their products are just you know amazing, but. Also, I'm I'm I got I'm kind of tired of seeing those high end like limited edition things that are like an unbelievable amount of money, and then like oh you know we made forty of them, and they're eleven thousand dollars each. Our humidor now we only made fifty of the humidor because like that's the number. And like, did that sell out? That sold out. Yeah. Yeah, cool. that's yeah. Um, we have a couple unnumbered ones that we might do some kind of contest with, like okay. but we only have like two or three of them. So we might do some kind of contest or raffle or, or, or you know, prize with that. But the only reason we, we only chose to do 50 is, A, we've never done anything like that before, so it was, it was a risk. And B, 50 was the number. Like, yeah. it's, it's the celebration. But also those, that's a beautiful humidor, and that sells for, we sold it for three ninety nine. Yeah. So many times I see, and it's particularly Fuente, but I'm not going to jump all over Fuente and, and blame them. It's, it's an industry-wide thing. These things come out and it's like you're you're appeasing like the hot, like the the smallest possible percentage of customer Sewers, like yeah. how what percentage of cigar smoke of regular cigar smoking customers do you think can afford an eleven thousand dollar humidor? No. And that's all Fuente has been doing the past couple of years is these these ridiculous things. For this yet, now this is a little more expensive, but there's an array of cigars in here of of all all excellent, all limited edition, but all prices. The Lunatic, I think, was $85 for a box of 10. The JR Ultimate was $100 for yeah. a box of 10. You know, the, even the, like the Mother Church was like 110 and that's, that's, like, you know, that's the one I, I talk about. The, the Wagyu, which we're smoking right now, the Alec and Bradley Wagyu, which is an exceptional San Andreas wrap cigar. We, we had, like, for a lot of different, first of all, profiles and prices, because, like, everybody deserves to be able to afford that luxurious item or like oh wow i have this limited thing and you know it's numbered and it's gold on the handle that shouldn't just be left for the the super elite who are not your common customer that's a good that point. humidor was created so that listen we had it up it was up for like three months for you know we sold like a bunch on on the day at launch but it was up for like a you know several weeks and it was at that price where like you can save up a little bit and then get it and like, oh, I earned yep. this. And now, even though I'm not usually a $400 humidor purchaser, 
I have my one, and this is like my my, my item, yeah, it's my beautiful so item that I'll have forever. Whereas, like, you're not going to save up eleven grand for a humidor if you don't have that as walking around money. You don't have that. Yeah, you know and I mean? that's a good point that you make. Uh, you know, I don't want to speak for you or any other cigar consumers out there. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm looking for the best bang for my buck. You know, I'm I'm maybe a little hesitant to spend. 13 to 15 bucks for one single cigar. You know, my, I probably will price it between nine and 11. Um, but this is a great, like this, you think about this, this is 12 different companies. You know, you ha you come with a lighter. Lighters are expensive, especially a lighter that looks like yeah, that. That's, that's a, and then that's you get a, a magnet yeah. that's like, yeah, this is that's, unheard of. No yeah. one's ever even seen this. <laughs> yeah. It's unheard of. And it matches, like Nick said, if you haven't seen, you know, the humidor, whether you go to our Instagram or YouTube page on, on the review, it matches the exact look of yeah. the humidor. It just is a good theme. And also, this is like, you rarely see a sampler built like this from a retailer with different companies. Usually, like, Tatawahe will make we'll an, like, like a, a monster. monster. Yeah, I was going to say. They'll make a crazy sampler, uh, you know, with that or... But that's all their own company. This is different companies that we had to like get permission to put the cigars together and and do this whole thing. How you pulled that off is is. I mean, everyone I pulled, pulled it off pulled it because off, but I called in a lot of favors. Yeah, and it's just your connections you know, through the years of building relationships and be like, hey, this is what we're thinking. And I guarantee you, without you know, I wasn't there for any conversation. I guarantee you, they were like, yeah, let's do it. A, a you know, there might have been some people who were like, well, tell me more. But I'm sure uh, I, I, I guarantee you, you know. Nick Melillo, the Bradley, uh, the Rubin brothers, you know, John, they were like, fuck yeah, let's do this. You oh, know, like, were, let's, were, let's hop listen, on. I was, I was, Terrence I was, Riley from Agonorsa, like, you know. I was surprised. Like, I, I thought people were going to do it because, like, why not? You mm -hmm. know, it's, it's a project. It's a fun project. But how many people like John, like Terrence, you know, like, like the Rubins, like Nick, uh, were actually I'm sure Rafael Nadal was yeah. all about it. Yeah, a lot of they were honored to be asked, and I'm like, yeah, of course. Like we, you know, what did you think? Like who did you think I was going to ask? Like, <laughs> yeah. like if your if your name is on the on the backboard here, yeah, like you know, you know, we're, you know we're all good. the you know you know almost all of them. I'm going to fix that Rocky one already. I'm about to tape it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was. It's and and this is also not you know the celebration is not ending uh, this year. Like the the fiftieth is, but this was all. This wasn't just a celebration of our fifty years. This was kind of a, you know, a unveiling of kind of a a new Jr. You know, yeah. like we are still your best bang for your buck if you want something fresh, fresh, fast, and cheap. Which is kind of how Lou Rothman built the company. We will, we will always have that because that's a viable demographic that we want to be able to provide for. But. Also, we want to show you, you know, we're keeping our ear to the ground. We know which manufacturers are hot. We're listening to the industry as a whole, not just our particular customer base. Because if you only listen to just your customers, you're never going to grow. You're only going to have those yeah. people. Um, so we we know, you know, and, and we want more people to kind of, you know, join the JR community. And for a lot of these guys who we've, who we've never done a project with before, it was a good way of like, hey, Let's start like a more fruitful relationship. Let's let's work in, you know, let's let's have you on the 50th. Who have you done a project with out of these guys? So we we've not I have this was my first like This is your first project. time doing it with any yeah. of these guys. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've never right. done anything like this before at all. Oh, this wow. was my first project like this at Damn. At all. Okay. Yeah. Coming at the game. Yeah, you know I'm saying, yeah, that makes it even That's more rookie impressive. of the year right yeah. there. That's rookie <laughs> yeah. of the year, all-star. Yes, yes. Slam dunk champion. <laughs> 
Wow, that makes it yeah, that makes it more impressive. But no, this, but also this was one hundred percent a team effort. I had the idea. It couldn't have been done without the product merchants. Uh, nope. they, they facilitated a majority of the logistics and the payment, and they guided me a lot on like, hey, you should probably do this, you should probably do that. So they were phenomenal. Um, our creative team, especially when it came to the photography, just knocked it out of the park. Um, the emails, the blogs. Um, Shout out to Chris Horner Day. That yeah, Chris, was... Chris did a phenomenal job. Claudia. It, this was, yeah. you know, and also even our, our management team, Sasha and Christine and Davide, Javier, Rafael. Like this was, this was a 100%, just like it took a team to get JR this far, mm -hmm. it took a team to create and put this all together and... The fact that it actually worked, yeah. like that, it all came together right on the timeline. Weekly meetings the, for the last nine months also yeah. helps I'm miss out those. too. I only have, I think, I only have one. Tomorrow, today's our last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. But I think weekly meetings also helps out too with anything. You know, um, just just staying on top of it, I think, really helps out. No, absolutely. You yeah, know, that's, you, that's you true went for to anyway. the meeting. and You're like, this is what we have coming up next. You know, after that, is it like you're able to set everyone up? And I think that that's what helps it out. That's what helps us out. Well, I didn't. You know? especially and you hold after, accountable everyone. You're like, yeah. hey, man, we got to do this review. We got to do this. You know, especially after we, you know, there was a little fumbling with the with the first launch with the Romeo. Just, and it was it was a logistics. It was nobody here's fault at mm -hmm. all. It was actually me. I probably should have delayed the, the launch a week or two. But there was some logistics getting here from the DR. It wasn't even Altidus's fault. It was just how it was at the time. And that was um, at the beginning of the year where still it was things were. Yeah. Uh, but after after it was that, a year after really like the yeah. shutdown and everything, things were still a little like yeah. After that, different. I'm like, I do not want to be scrambling at zero hour yeah. anymore. I want everything done, and including me, I'm the press releases and all that's like all that stuff is was is written, you know, weeks ahead of time and 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 checked by all the right people, and and you know the emails are are ready to go out a week before they need to go out. Um, but that's everyone. That's that's Sasha's instruction. That's Adele being on. You know, it's it yep. was. It was very a, much a team effort, and the team is part of the reason we're celebrating. This, this celebration was for, like I said, us as a company, our employees, our manufacturing partners who have worked with us for all these years, and, of course, uh, the customers. So we got one, le one, one more little, little treat. And like I said, I, I know it's pricey for 12 cigars, you know, $200, and I'm not going to try to sell you on, oh, but you're getting this and this. The, the price is the price. I think it's a solid price. I think this... You know, especially considering two of the cigars in here are now absolutely gone, yeah. never to be seen again. Um, the the Dumbarton and the Agonorsa. And the other ones, you know, I mean, the Oliva V. Milanio and the Rocky, those are based on current blends, as is the aging room, but, you know, new sizes. What I like about it also, while I was filming a little bit of it, you pull the cigar up and it tells you the size and the, and the name of it. I yeah. think for me, someone like me, I think that's pretty awesome because it's like, oh, this is the type of size and name of it. I think that was a, for me, that's a nice little touch. Yeah. You know, I think you really went like, you know, I think that, I think that was a product merchant. Thing. Okay. I, yeah, I remember yeah. talking about it. I don't remember it was my idea, but I was still going to give them the I credit. I just think that was really, that's just smart, you know, yeah. just cause you know, like, let's say, you know, someone who's more novice is like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I have the money to get it for myself or for someone. Yeah. You're going to be able to like, you know, this is the type of size I like now. You can always go back to like, all right, what sizes do I like smoking? What sizes don't I yeah, like it's, smoking? It's written in there. And also you can keep this box. Like, this is, this yeah. Is a, that's this is the a, thing too. There's yeah. a box that what like. You uh, can like, store cigars. Yeah. In. I'm yeah. not going to buy one because first of all, I'm broke. Uh, and second of all, like there's not, there's not a lot. I have a bunch of each of these cigars just from doing the project. Yep. I'm not going to, you know, we have this one for photography that we'll probably just keep up here as, as a memento, yeah. if you will. Um, 
but this really, I want it to be, and I'm left for, for the customer. And I've even told some people who like work here, I'm like, Hey, if you're trying to buy the sandwich because you want to try those cigars, just like, let me know. And I'll get, I'll get you some of those cigars. Let's try to leave this. There's not a lot. I should have made more. I didn't, well, you know, we didn't think no, of you it. didn't think, but I didn't think it was going to take off like that. I mean, listen, we do our, we do our top fives and those always sell well, but the reaction I had, we, this was the picture I posted of this the other day was the most commented Instagram picture we've ever posted in, in I history. Think everyone was asking about, it. I feel like every week someone new on YouTube was like, is there going to be a 50th sampler? And we just have to be like, you have to wait and see. And now, well, you know, I misjudged the, the community. Cause one of the things, one of the reasons why I thought it wasn't going, I thought we would sell out of them, mm-hmm. but I thought it'd be like, Oh, we'll sell out of them in like two to three weeks. Which I'm like, that would still be really good. It, like, I think these are probably going to go like within within a couple hours. I agree. Um, Much like the um, Dunbarton yeah. one, it was sold out in like what 48 hours or so, or yeah, just about just yeah. like, like three three days. That, I'm seeing that all over social media. Yeah, you know. So the thing with this is, it's such a diverse pack that I'm like. You have you have your cigar nerds who are like they're going to want the Lunatic and the Alkin Bradley and the Mother Church and the David. You know they're going to want like five of them. But then you have your kind of more mainstays who want the JR Ultimate, yeah. the Oliva, the Rocky, the Romeo. You know it's it's just like there's the, something there for everybody. You know, it, and I yeah. think that's the best part. That's what's so good about sampler packs and and whatnot. You get to try and all that. Um, you talked about how it was maybe a lot of work and stressful, but what was the most fun you've had with this project? That's tough. I've, I, I, honestly, just doing the work, like actually being able to d- do this, you know, and working with these guys. Um, I would think the fir- accomplishing the first, every, every launch, I my, would be my like, my favorite part is... of, of each launch was like when the first sample boxes got sent, would get sent here. And I get to see that, like the cigar yeah. for the first, especially uh, like the later ones, you know, like, like the Dunbarton, cause we had, then, you know, we, we started all these conversations at the same time, but because of different logistical issues and whatever, you know, we kind of, oddly enough, we got them all in like throughout the year. It wasn't like we yeah. got them all in at once and we just released it. We actually kind of were re- releasing them as we got them because that's just, that's how the world yeah, works. We didn't know? get the, you know, ones that came out in November. We weren't getting in April. No, no. Yeah. We, we were, we, we were kind of October yeah. more, you know, we, we, few we weeks got, out. we got a few. Uh, right in the spring, I think we got like both of the Altidus ones, the Davidoff, the Crown Heads, yeah. and like the Alcan Bradley and the Aganorsa, kind of all within like a month and a half. Uh-huh. But the rest, you know, it was it was a long process. And I give credit to all these manufacturers; they all did a phenomenal job. Um, all the cigars smoked great; they're all selling great. Um, they all look great. I love how the bands came out with all of them. We even did different shades of gold bands. Um, two of them needed to use their own bands, but that's cut. They had a, whatchamacallit, like a, a style guide. Oh, yeah. They had, they, yeah. Have, they have style guides like Davidoff has a style guide they have to stick to, yep. which, you know, we were, we were, they still incorporated our 50th logo. They just didn't use like that kind of band. I found um, myself throughout the year, like, man, you know, I just, I smoked a few mother churches. This is good. And then you hop over to the Jar ultimate and I bought a box and then I bought a box of the Wagyu. Like I was hopping from cigar to cigar, like. No, nah, I think this might be the best. You know, like every month I was like, this is hands down, this is the best one. And then come September, no, wait, no, this one's the they best all, one. What, so. what I like about them is they all offer something different. Like, you know, I've smoked a ton of Oliva V. Milanios in my time. Uh-huh. But getting to smoke it in this rounded, you know, Parejo size, this Toro rounded size. And they even the Hatfield gave it a 91. It offers a very yep. different 
experience. The same with the aging room, the Quattro oh, Nicaragua. I like it better as a rounded Every, cigar. Everyone has said that, including Rafael Nadal yeah. said that in, in the, the rounded, There's just it, something it about it that, that just offered more to me, and it just um, tasted so much better. The Lunatic was, you know, that was all over the, the Agonorsa Acolytes, I think is their name. It's like a Facebook group. Those guys couldn't get, couldn't get enough of that. Um, the, the Wagyu, what, probably... Which what we're smoking now, yeah. yeah that the, was, the most liked Instagram picture, not comment on, but the most liked Instagram picture in our 50th? history. Or at, in at, general. At, at, at everything, I think. Oh, it, wow. Uh, no, the only one that may, maybe last year's top 25. Okay. Did a little bit more, but... Well, uh, between the Kintsugi and, and this, you know, back-to-back -back almost. And they had another, the they had another, just, they had another japanese team one that they did with Cigar okay. Dojo, yeah. Um, the design of this is just... The, between the box and the band are just so creative. It was. It's one of the best concepts I've ever seen, um, from idea to execution. And then the cigars is phenomenal. Um, really, you know, they, they got those meaty, rich flavors that they were looking for, um, and just it, it excelled. Yeah, I told you if we're gonna do a sampler box, could we please smoke the Wagyu? Yeah, <laughs> I haven't smoked it in, since it was released. Honestly, I, well, that's the shame. Is like it's, it's been hard for me to like. Keep smoking. Going like, back, you know, I, yeah. I kind of, I kind of have some time with each one during a launch. I'll smoke a lot of them, but then like, all right, I got to start promoting the next one. So, um, they all are great for you know various occasions or various palettes. I will say the one, and I've been talking about it the entire time. Uh, the Mother Church, yeah. I think, is is the most uh, re-smokable in terms of like that cigar just works any time of day. I'm so mad I split a box with Greg. You can just I think you, no, left. trust me. Yeah, I'm gonna any money I get from Christmas, I'm gonna be spending that yeah, because it was so good, and the box itself looks really awesome. Well, that's um, another reason, you know, like we wanted, we wanted a, you know, Jr. is just so known for being like the fast, fresh, and cheap, and while we still do that, that's not what we wanted this to be about. So. We wanted stuff that's in a higher price point. Well, not everyone can afford a $220 box or a $300 box, and we didn't want them to because at the end of the day, this was for as many JR customers as possible, and a lot of JR customers don't like shopping in that price yeah. point, which I completely understand. I hardly shop in that price point, which is why we did boxes of 10 with everything, except for the Romeo, which was a box of 12, but that's because the tubes and there's different mm -hmm. size. But because so like if you wanted to take part and taste this excellent cigar, you know, a hundred dollars for for ten really good ones instead of like oh no now you're locked into a box of twenty for two hundred. I mean, dude, if we did a box of twenty of the Davidoff, I mean, you're talking like a six hundred and fifty dollar. Yeah. Like it's it's a lot. Um, and so we w the sampler is going to be a great way for people to get like a little taste of, of each one. But every one of these cigars is worth it. Um, like I what said, would I, you do differently if you had to? Would you do less cigars, or do you? I don't know if mind? I would have done less, but I would have tried to space it out more. I would have made it. I, I would have made it like I would have started it later, and then be like, oh, you know, our 50th anniversary is going to run into next year. It was just okay. I felt like I didn't. So you wouldn't have started in March like you did. You would have started like in what June? We, and start, then we run. started in February. February. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, what I, what I what I would have done is I started. We started having the conversation about this in July of 2020. 20. I would have started that in like February of 20. Okay. Um, which listen, it would have gotten a little bit of a wrench because then COVID happened like immediately after that. But we started these conversations in the midst of the, of the yeah. pandemic in the, the first wave where we were like, everything was locked down and we couldn't even leave the house. 
and we were still able to get it done. So if we had had some conversations even before that, we just would have had a little more, things would have been moving a little bit. There would have been a little delay in the middle, like, you know, those, those spring months. But then by June of 2020, we would have had full conversations. We would have had artwork on some yeah. stuff done, possibly even, got, you know, maybe started doing it last Christmas. And that would have given us a little, yeah, a little that more time yeah. and breathing room. Um, but the fact that we went from February straight through now, these literally got delivered just in time for the holidays. 12 just cigar- in time. Just there in time over there. Um, 12 cigars in 10 months is not bad, you know. No, but I guess sp- I guess spacing it out would have been the best bet. But I think the 12 cigars is perfect for a sampler. I know some people are yeah. like, oh, it should be well, less. Well, I wanted now. to space it out, A, for, for not for me or the amount of work. I want to space it out for the customers yeah. and for the manufacturers. I want to space it out for the manufacturer because they each put a lot of work into these, and they did a big favor. You know, the, doing these kind of things are not like big money makers for a manufacturer. Um, it's more of like a marketing thing, or you know, because you have a good relationship with them. And so, I deeply appreciate each of the manufacturers who we worked with on this. You know, yeah. Altidus, uh, Aganorsa, you know, whoever, uh, Foundation, all, all of them. Uh, I owe you know w- w- this company because, like I said, it's a team effort. We owe them a lot for doing this. And they deserved more than like the kind of three weeks they got of of promotion. They de- they deserved more than that. But unfortunately, just because of the year and because of the tight schedule mm-hmm. we were on, that's what that's what we had to give them. And they were all cool. Nobody nobody gave us any grief. No one. That's good. Uh, everyone un- understood. They were all happy with the way that their cigars were promoted. We were happy with the way the cigars came out. And then I also would have wanted to space it out for the customer because. Let's say like you are you want to try like a box of each of these, you know, or or at least like half of them, you know. It's like oh well, you know, you, you release. I think we released four between like April and like late May. We had yeah. like two come out. It's just a lot, and then you get a little buyer fatigue, and then you're kind of just throwing product at them a lot. So I I do wish that we spaced it out, started the conversation a little bit earlier, but it is what it is. All the cigars are out. Uh, you know, as in like they're available, except for two of them, which are sold out that you can get in the sampler if there's any samplers available. But hopefully for some of these, like, you know, for the brand new ones, so the Wagyu, the Mother Church, the Herrera Esteli, and the JR Ultimate, which are entirely new blends, hopefully you get the smoke one out of here and be like, oh, wow, I'd like to buy a box of that. We still got a couple boxes of those. And then there's the Aging Room, the Foundation, the Oliva, the Rocky, and the Romeo, which are just new, unique sizes based on existing blends, but that offer a totally different experience. And let's say you're a big Oliva V Milanio smoker. Oh, do I want to justify buying a whole box of this new size? Well, now you get one in here, you smoke it, and if you like it, then you yeah. can invest in a, in a box of that. That's but, what top fives and samplers are all about, in my yeah. opinion. Is and all the ones that have gotten rated have gotten very high ratings. Um, the Mother Church got a 90 and a 91. Wow. I believe it got a 90 from Coop and a 91 from Blind Man's Puff. The Davidoff, I think, got like an 89. The Davidoff was really good. Yeah, the Davidoff was really good. <laughs> the Oliva V got a 91 from half wheel. Um, the only one that we just had some issues with, um, you know, we, 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 you know, the, there were some humidity problems with the Monte Cristo that they handled very professionally and, and graciously, you know, and it happens and, and half wheel wrote a whole article on it. I'm not going to get into the details here. You can read about it, but that was handled beautifully by Alphidus. Um, and honestly, the, I, I was really happy of, of how those ones turned out. They were, 
very excited to do these with us. They they gave us what we asked for. I'm like, I really want what what I really really wanted was an HM 175th, but yeah. they, they, they literally said like we don't have like yeah. AJ doesn't have the tobacco like it's gone. So getting the cigar of the year. There's a couple cigars of the year in here. There's that one. The Oliva V Melania was a cigar of the year. I think the ALR was a top three. Like these are contenders. Like these are all. These would all be considered, you know, a top ten cigars of the year, um, especially like you know, obviously the the new blends. But even even the ones that are based on old blends, they're all like very famous, well regarded. Like there's no nonsense in here. There's mm-hmm. no like we just put this in there for whatever. Even the JR Ultimate, you know, like, like AJ makes that. That's not just our typical kind of budget JR Ultimate, a four dollar cigar. That's an AJ Fernandez top notch, ten buck cigar that smokes like a fourteen buck cigar. Um, and the box that came that in was, is beautiful. Yep, I kept, yeah. I so, keep that. That's at my desk. All the boxes I bought for the 50th. <laughs> yeah, I got a collection. Like decorations I got, on my desk. I yeah, have you way have. too many. I have a stack of boxes yeah. <laughs> from 50th and the Tatawahes that I got. Yeah. Um, I bought a lot of Tatawahe this year. And one more thing. I do like how some were promoting it on, on Instagram, like some of the manufacturers here. I remember... In August, I went down to Nashville and I met um, a gentleman. I think his name was Danny at the CDM store there. And he just showed me a few photos he took of the Mother Church right by the, um, the location, Ryman. by the Ryman. And I thought that was like just, that's just so cool. Like to me, that's just like, man, this all came from like your, the concept you had, you know? Like, for, no, so you, I know you're saying no and you want to be modest and no, all that. No, I'm not but being I'm just modest. Saying, I'm, I'm like, telling you the honest truth. I just, I was talking to Dane, you know, Dane Devereaux, an old friend of mine, worked here, worked for Altidus, and we were just talking, and it was like, oh, wait, isn't this year our 50th anniversary? And it really started that small, and I had no idea how much leeway or how how hard they were going to go into this, but the credit for the overall project goes to the entire team, from executive down to whoever. Everybody had an equal part in this, and the... You know, the, the, if you're going to give any praise for the cigars, except for telling them, like, kind of how much we want them to be and, like, where we want our bands, they all did this themselves. Okay. So they created their own concepts, uh, the, you know, so you, you got to give credit to the manufacturers. Um, and I give credit to all of them. Some of them, you know, went out and, like, made a new thing for us, which is gutsy and takes so much work and everything. But then you also got to think, it might not be a new blend for Aging Room, but they took their their highly coveted number one cigar and they risked, like, putting it out in a new size that could, you know, hurt the reputation. So each each of these companies went above and beyond for this project, and it really came together beautifully. Um, and I hope that you, there's still a few left for you guys to enjoy if there's not, um, you know, like I said, we, we still have some boxes. Uh, we, 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 we're not going to be able to do a full sampler like this ever again because, like I said, um, at, at least two of these are already gone forever. The, la- the last remaining ones of these that exist in the wild are in this box. And this is, you know, not to go into too much detail, this has sparked other ideas to do yeah, next year, like, like, like I, um, I have, yeah, we're, with, you know, our we're depart- talking, with other departments. I'm going to be talking to, you know, we're all, as a, as a team, we're going to be talking um, I got to figure out what to do with Mother Church because I might I might want to I might want to bring that back as like a full maybe not a full run but like a seasonal okay a seasonal run because and out of all of them you know it 
I'm not going to say it sold the quickest. That's that was the the Dunbarton, but that's that's kind of you know how he promotes. Yeah, and and his fan base. That's what they go for. Crown heads like those guys are their their mainstays. They're you know they they smoke a lot of his regular product. Like mm-hmm. like he sells a a crap ton of his regular product. So, um, but I want to say probably the most the most the, the most reviewed one by the by the different companies and the one most talked about on Instagram. The one I get the most reposts of or tags in is, is Mother Church by a mile. Yeah, by I was going to say a that. Mile, Mother Church. I see that everywhere online, like on so, social media. I don't know if we would do a different size. I don't know if it would be the same size. Maybe do something with the CDM stores. I'm not. I'm not sure yet. Um, I, I want to work on a lot of projects with almost all of these manufacturers, but in terms of the one where I actually have an idea of what, what I think I want to do, I think it's, it's Mother Church. I think it's Mother Church. Nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's the 50th, guys. I don't know. I mean, you, we might smoke some on the show from time to time, but that, that concludes uh, a year-long project that you know we talked about all the time. Um, things are changed. I mean, you used to be Greg, uh, yeah. and you're not anymore. Um, he used to be Chris. He's not anymore. We used to be at a table in a in a, in a corner. jail corner, and now we got a lot some of nice stuff. stuff. Is, yeah, we, had, we did. Add, we added some new. Um, we filled in those gaps. We added some we new. Uh, some new signs. We got Hoyo de Nicaragua down there now. Arturo we got Fuente, Arturo in the Fuente corner. Ashton, and then um, I, I I'm gonna get one for Illusione. I just don't know because we're we're full up in terms yeah. of making it even. But maybe we. Maybe I'll get like five more. We'll just do a top row. Like, why not? That'd be yeah. That'd be yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, and just cock wing. Yeah, a lot. This you know, it. on top of the fiftieth, you know, I know the year's coming to an end. We've done a lot, and just you, know, you said a lot's changed, and I think we've splendidly transitioned well, in my opinion. Um, and you know, the, this project. You know, I, I feel like you're kind of under you're selling yourself short with this, in my opinion. I know you're saying, yeah, well, I'm gonna do it. I know you're case, saying it's you know, in case any of the bosses watch this, yeah, we're gonna I sell myself no, short. But it's right? not even selling myself short, like you're giving everyone credit where credit's due. But you know, these 12 cigars would I really don't think would exist without that, you know, like you said, that small conversation you and Dane had. Um, and you see these cigars, you see most of them online, people are tagging us all the time, and it's just you know, I think it's. It was an awesome concept for like a milestone, and that's what it is. Fifty years is a big yeah, they, milestone. I think that's why they gave me a lot of leeways because, like, oh, it's our fiftieth, so yeah. Like, I, in normal times, I don't know if they would let me make a four hundred dollar humidor. Yeah, although, but it's a celebration. You know, did, fifty years is a big out. time. Yeah, but, and like you said, it sold out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and and we thank everyone you know along the way for uh, for joining. Now, um, if you go on the website and this is sold out comment on here and just say, Hey, I wanted to buy one and it's sold out. I, I don't know what we're going to be able to do. Cause like I said, two of these are already gone forever, but if there's enough of, de- of a demand for it, we maybe can try to take some of the other ones we have and, and put some kind of smaller sample. It obviously wouldn't come like this, Yeah, maybe but a we top might be able to do, to do something like, like a, like a 50th top five in the next few months. Um, but if there's any available, try to get it. It's just a really beautiful piece and, and tells, you know, a really cool story. Um, but And you're going to be, as cheesy it might sound, you're going to be buying a part of history because yeah. 50th, you know, 50 years in the making and the 50th anniversary, this is, these aren't anything to mess around with. So I think no, it is worth like I said, every I penny. I know, uh, I'm, I don't, 
I'm not going to not say their name because I don't like them. I know some guys who work there, but at one of our competitors, you just don't, you know, you don't want to throw out, of course, competitors' names. But they're a solid group of guys who work there. Uh, at both of our big competitors, um, I've actually been to both of their stores, and they're, they're phenomenal. But one of them had a big anniversary a year or two ago, and I think they only did, like, two or three. Cigars? Yeah. Which is like that's fine. That like that's is. that's normal. Yeah. Like that's what you that's what you should. <laughs> that's do. normal. But here at Jr. we go bigger. We, we go, go home. yeah. <laughs> so, um, but there it is. I hope everyone enjoyed. Mm-hmm. This was a nice conversation. It was, man. And good. Like I said, I know like you don't want the roses or the flowers, as people say. But good. You and everyone else on our team, man. We made it possible. So I mean, congrats. I'm like the Michael Jordan. I wanna I wanna drive everyone yeah. to be better. But it's at the Christine's, end of the day, Christine's a Phil Jackson. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, he couldn't win without Scottie Pippen. That is true. You know, he he did not win any championships without Scotty. Who's Jerry Krause, the owner that no one likes? Uh, yeah, we won't say it. Yeah, Let's leave that out. <laughs> no, because I'm actually picturing somebody who looks like Jerry Krause. <laughs> that we work with, so we're gonna leave that out. But there it is. Uh, thanks for watching, guys. Make sure to comment, like, and subscribe. And also, um, if you know where I can get a uh, good quality of, you know, good amount of Air Jordan ones, the mids. Uh, I, I'm on StockX and eBay already. But if you know any other like secret, you know all these guys have secret stashes or like secret people that they work with. I'm not the only one. I need, a, I, need, I need a size 13. So let me know. And if anyone wants basketball cards, let me know. Mm. <laughs> but yes, thank you guys. You have a good night. Enjoy. Good night. I don't know. It comes out at nine in the morning. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Have a good day, afternoon, night. Got it. Bye.